Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the So You Had a Baby podcast, episode 31. Today, we are continuing our postpartum body changes series, this time talking all about boobs. Yep, all about boobs, changes, and the science behind it all, as well as our own experiences that we had. Absolutely. If you're a new mom or a seasoned mom listening, we know you can totally relate to the changes we discuss. So whether you know an expecting mama who you think would enjoy this, or a seasoned mama who could just use a good laugh, please be sure to share this episode. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the So You Had a Baby podcast. We are your hosts, Inkiru and Krista. We'll be sharing empowering stories and topics to inspire women to grow and love themselves more throughout their postpartum journey. Join us each week as we work to change the stigma around postpartum. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, We are on episode 31. So crazy, right? It is so crazy. 31 episodes. Thanks for hanging in with us, Exactly. Thank you so much. Um, Before we get started with this episode, uh, we wanted to announce a couple things. Uh, First thing is that uh, maybe you already noticed, but we are no longer going to be on IG Live every other week. Um, The good news is that we'll still continue to do it, but just not every other week. We're not going anywhere. We're just not going to be there as present all the time. (laughs) Exactly. So watch out for when we do. But for now, we won't be on there every other week. Um, The second announcement is that um, we did announce this on our stories one week. But our podcast day has changed from Monday to Tuesday. So be on the lookout for our podcast to air every other Tuesday now. And yeah, those those were the announcements. And... That's all we have for 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 the (laughs) announcement part. But yeah, let's get right into the episode. Uh, Today we're talking about boobs. Boobs. My goodness, I'm pretty excited about this episode, mostly just because boobs during pregnancy and during postpartum, it's crazy all the things they do (laughs) and the changes that they they do. It's so true. They 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 are their own thing. Right. <laughs> they operate on their own. They are. And they have their own function. And it's just it's crazy the transformation that happens when you're pregnant throughout pregnancy and postpartum and the breastfeeding and all that. So I guess we can start with like basic questions, but answer those basic questions with some science behind it. And then we'll share our experiences. So first question is what are the breast changes that happen? typically. (laughs) Oh, the list. So I don't know about you, but I think, you know, the one that the first one for me that was the Mm -hmm. most shocking was how much the the areola enlarged. It was kind of crazy to me. Enough to where I was like, oh my gosh, is that ever (laughs) going to go away? (laughs) Why is that happening? And why is my, this is a lot of TMA, TMI guys. That's another, uh, (laughs) that's another announcement we want to make for this one. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of TMI, but you know, I think we can, everyone can relate. Anyone who's who's been pregnant before or is currently pregnant, I think you could probably get it. I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, my areolas feel like, like half the size of my breast now. (laughs) Like this is not, this isn't going to stay like this, right? (laughs) They were like taking up all your, your breasts. 
they area. were. <laughs> it's like, well, that's that's not as that doesn't feel as good as it used to be. <laughs> that's gonna. I I tiny. I had a I had a tiny freak out. If I'm gonna be really honest, enough to make me go online and start googling. I'm pretty sure Google knows everyone's deepest darkest questions. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah so that was one of the first changes that was mm-hmm. most shocking to me I mean the obvious one was um the size of my breast which was which was such for me honestly it was I, I would be interested to hear your point of perspective on this one but for me I feel like I was really excited about my my boobs get, becoming bigger <laughs> that, was, that was a really exciting thing yep. for me <laughs> I know it's like you look forward to that because you know I grew up with not a large chest size right and so I always grew up like wishing to have bigger boobs and I would talk to my mom about it and she's like just just wait until you get pregnant and you have babies you're boobs are totally gonna get bigger like it's not you don't have to don't worry like just it's okay and then finally, when it <laughs> happened, I was like, oh, okay, like, this is what she means. Like, but it's still, it's like full of milk, you know, like, it's big. It's not like it's like, <laughs> it's going to stay that way necessarily. It's just like full of milk and it's like leaking well, and you're like, you know, you it's, it's, if you have too much milk, you're completely gorge and uncomfortable and it hurts. And it's like, it's not sexy at all and I wanted to like have big boobs and be sexy and feel sexy (laughs) (laughs) well even in the pregnancy phase for me I was thinking oh this is so amazing and then you realize quickly that it's not it doesn't seem as exciting because your belly's growing too so it doesn't really they don't really feel as big as they actually are because my stomach was constantly like surpassing <laughs> my that <laughs> I didn't like look down and think wow my boobs look really big I thought wow my belly is yeah. really large right exactly. now <laughs> right that's what's exactly. more. <laughs> especially compared to your belly your your boobs are not you know you don't really you notice that your boobs get big but it's not as significant as like your belly. Cause obviously that's has the human in it, but it's just, it's crazy. Like the size and the, the changes that it goes through from pregnancy to postpartum. And then to like, even after you're done breastfeeding, what that looks like, it's, it's all kind of crazy, but I wanted to give an overview, just a quick overview about the question that we asked in the beginning, what are the breast changes that happen? So there's areola enlargement, which you did touch on. There's Montgomery glands. Mm-hmm. Stretch marks is another one. Nipples enlarge the size and the weight, like we were discussing. Leaking, cracking, or sore nipples, and sagging. These are all <laughs> changes that happen to our boobs when we get pregnant to postpartum or through postpartum. So, yeah. We can, we can kind of break down all of these, but we're going to choose a few to, to kind of touch on and, and break down. So, yeah. And, and you know, what's really interesting. I am going to touch on it, The fact that I feel like the breast changes that happen in pregnancy always feel a little bit more glamorous, mm. if you will, than the postpartum phase of that. <laughs> I mean, because when you're pregnant yeah. and your boobs get big, you're like, oh, Hey now, you know, like they, you're grow, they're growing and they're, they're not 
they're getting their they're getting ready for for uh, milk, but you don't always have milk in there. Some women do have milk in in their pregnancy, but a lot of the time your your boobs grow during pregnancy whether they have milk in them or not. And that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was a nice part about pregnancy. It's like, oh, okay, my boobs are gonna get getting kind of big. But then everything else gets kind of big too. So I don't know how exciting that is. <laughs> your it's butt exciting. is also getting big, your thighs are getting big, your belly is getting big. It's like, <laughs> um okay. <laughs> you just become a much more exactly. voluptuous you. Exactly. <laughs> I know. It's something that you just go through and you just accept. <laughs> and you have to you have to own Absolutely. somehow. I will say that these changes, and we're going to discuss them a little bit more, but these changes also made me feel like I'm a little bit like a superhuman. <laughs> I don't know if you, and, and honestly, a lot of it was around, okay, not, not a lot of it, but, but a lot of it had to do with, with like the changes that my boobs went through. It's like everything that they were doing and that that they were doing like they're separate from my body that like my body was doing was I was I was constantly in awe of how our bodies change and adapt and though some of it was kind of crazy and kind of uncomfortable and I was you know it was little learning curves throughout it all I constantly was like man this Mm -hmm. is incredible so kind of to one of my favorite things that I learned was about the Montgomery gland. So I don't know, I don't know if you, about you, but I actually didn't really know what Mm -hmm. Montgomery glands were. Like I, I didn't actually know the name of them. Um, so Montgomery glands, I'm sure anyone experiencing this also, I had a little freak out about this particular thing was you start getting little like bumps around the areola and they kind of look like little, like they look a little bit like pimples. They're not Mm -hmm. pimples, obviously, and they, they look like little ducks. And what those are, they're a combination of mount glands and sebaceous glands. And they release small amounts of breast milk. But they also produce natural oily substance that cleans and lubricates the mm. nipple and the areola. And it actually, the oily substance contains antibacterial yeah. properties. And it also has a scent. So this is the piece that is just like mm. mind blowing. The scent that it creates is actually of the scent of amniotic yeah. fluid, which is one of the big factors that helps after you give birth. the The newborn baby will go to like suck their fingers right out, right out of the womb, and then they use that smell helps them find <laughs> the breast, like. It helps them. It helps them move their little bodies towards the breast because they're mm-hmm. following that scent. Isn't that crazy? That was yeah. No, that's me. it's awesome. I mean, especially at that age, they're not able to see very well, and they're only able to see a certain distance. So they start using their their other other senses exactly senses. to find mm-hmm. the nipple. And that's one of them. And it's really, it's really fascinating how that works. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Absolutely. So what about swollen breasts? Uh, (laughs) They're definitely swollen. (laughs) What, what, what is there not to talk about? I guess that's 
Did you, I don't know if you experienced it. I feel like every, I mean, everyone experiences this with the, like, I, I just remember my, my breasts, obviously they got very swollen, but they got super vascular as well. Like you can see all your veins. Well, it's so funny. Cause like, I remember looking in the mirror when my boobs were really engorged and I didn't have a breast pump at the time. And so and she was sleeping and I was like, Ooh, do I, need, I need to wake her up. I was like, I don't know. I need to relieve myself of this. I don't want to waste this milk. And I just like looked in the mirror and I noticed that my boobs looked like I had a breast augmentation. And I was like, Oh my <laughs> goodness. These things are huge. I mean, they're filled with milk. Makes sense. But it was just like so shocking to see mm. my boobs like that. I had never seen them like that before. And so, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, it's crazy that they just get so big. Well, also, I I remember feeling like they they were either they were always felt swollen, especially during pregnancy. But afterwards, I remember specifically the first time I woke up engorged. Mm-hmm. Like I you can't touch them. I think I even at one point said to my husband, yeah. "Don't even look at them. They might explode." I just the pressure of you looking near my breast is, yeah. is I can't handle it. <laughs> it's it's too much, and they hurt just even sitting here. So, and then you feel bad because you try to feed a tiny little baby, and you're like shooting them in the face with these swollen. Pamela Anderson boobs. And they're just like trying to eat, you know, get what they can. It's like, sorry, <laughs> do what you have to do. Just relieve me of this. <laughs> and I actually couldn't pump before that. I, I was always afraid that if I pumped and the, the whole, the whole fear of if you pump, then you're going to start producing more. And, I just, and it hurt to put a breast pump on a very yeah. swollen breast. Well, one thing that I really found interesting um, is that by the ninth month of your pregnancy, the average woman has gained two pounds just in her breasts. And that's according to March of Dimes. And that's so crazy to me. Like, I was like, what? Two pounds just in her breasts (laughs) by the ninth month. That's crazy. What? I wonder what the weight is after in pregnancy i would be so curious to find out that number if anyone listening knows that number (laughs) or is currently is currently breastfeeding and just has the urge to weigh yourself i really would be interested (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's funny because i i have a friend that she's like three months postpartum and she was telling me she's just like did your boobs do this like the thing where like you look like a chimpanzee in a zoo like did your boobs because that my boobs definitely look like that right now <laughs> so the sagging and the size and the weight is like totally real for her right now and she's just like what is happening to my boobs and then yeah. I I informed her that not only will they look like that now but unfortunately they'll get to a point and maybe this doesn't happen for everyone but it definitely happened for me and Krista I think we talked about this or you told me that this happened for you too, correct me if I'm wrong, you'll look like a chimpanzee, right? And then all of a sudden, towards the end of your postpartum period, the clinical postpartum period, where your boobs will look like you are 12 years old again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's, I how think- they, that's how they look. 
They do. They do look like that, except for a lot lower than they were when I was 12. <laughs> yeah. Like as if, you know, the point where you put a bra on and you just see the nipples type of thing. Or are you lay down yeah. and you feel like they're gone completely and you're like, oh, oh, well, that's disappointing. <laughs> like what happened? Are there, are there in your armpits? Exactly. <laughs> yeah you know one of the other things that was kind of mind-blowing for me was the color of the areola so not only did it get big but the color of your areola gets so much Mm, darker yeah which was also I honestly I I just remember was like oh my gosh that's that's crazy it's like this is gonna this is gonna go away, and I'm gonna go ahead and give you a spoiler. Yes, it does change, but the color of your areola gets much darker. For a period of time, and so there, yeah. For while you're breastfeeding and in pregnancy, it's just because it your body's kind of mm-hmm. prepping for that. But it it does happen for a reason. It's believed that the color is it gets darker to help mm-hmm. the baby find your aerial and because their latch has mm-hmm. to be so much bigger, it helps the baby latch and find your breast because they can only see, especially newborns, they can only see from, I mean, it's essentially from arm to boob, for like holding them, cradling them in your arms yeah. to, your, to your breast. That's, a, that's their line of vision. So that darker aerial mm-hmm. helps them find it. Honestly, it's, I, like I said, I cannot even say I'm constantly amazed by all of the changes that take place that you don't yeah. really know about until, until you're pregnant and breastfeeding and all the things that your body kind of does to adjust to make this easier. Not to say it's easy because sure. it's not always easy, but it definitely like your body kind of jumps to action. Again yeah, this happen. it's, it's incredible. The the beginning though, there's also those those less fun that you had mentioned, like the leaking mm. and the cracking and the, yeah. <laughs> and the sagging. <laughs> I definitely experienced those too, and that was yeah. not as enjoyable. And some people even inside I didn't experience this. Maybe you did, but the clog the clogged up. Yeah, dust, I didn't. I didn't experience that. I didn't, but I do know a lot of women who have, and that's incredibly. That's hard. Uh, I I experienced cracking and sore nipples, and that was that was painful. I mean, it was nice because I had cream that would help, and it would be healed within you know a day or less. So that was really mm-hmm. good. But just seeing it, it like it looked bad, and then it felt pretty painful at the same time. I just put that cream on mm-hmm. and I just completely left it alone. It would just heal itself. But it was like a constant thing, you know, that I had to do. I always had to put the cream on because I was getting like really sore and cracked nipples and it hurts. <laughs> it does. I just feel like that is just not something I was, I was, I, I don't know. I, I guess you hear about it, but you don't really hear a lot about that, that mm-hmm. piece of it. I I just... Before I was ever got pregnant, I don't ever, I don't think I ever put any thought into the idea of one day I'm going to have to nurse my nipples because they are going to be cracked or bleeding or have blisters on them. <laughs> like That's just not a state that you ever imagine your nipples going through. I also don't think I've ever said 
breast, boobs, nipples, all of these things as much as I've said them today. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is all about boobs, but yeah, we're saying that word a lot, (laughs) a lot. But I mean, it's it's so, it's crazy how much they change. And then throughout Mm -hmm. the postpartum period, they are just, they're different, you know, like when, before you're pregnant to when you get pregnant and then you go through this postpartum period, it's like, it's crazy the changes that they go through. Yeah. So I know we kind of talked about this a little bit in our last episode um, in this series, but I feel like each of these body changes that you go through, and I said each part of your body, there's, I mean, there's multiple parts of your body that like your body in whole is changing in such a crazy way. And it's incredible, but it's really mind-blowing how much it's changing. It's really crazy to think of all the changes that happen in our bodies through pregnancy and postpartum. And I feel like, I I know we talked a a little bit about this in our last episode in this series, but there's each part, I feel like each part of your body is going through this, its own transformation, which causes so many different feelings and emotions around it. And breast for me was such this was such a tidal wave of obviously physical changes from like the beginning to the end or to the end of my you know pregnancy to breastfeeding journey it really was this this roller coaster of mm-hmm. emotion around it and maybe you experienced this as well but I'll tell a little bit about my experience and I'd be really interested to see how your experience was so you know, we kind of talked a little bit about it, but in pregnancy, my, yeah, I've also been small chested and I was really self-conscious about that when I was younger and then just kind of grew into my own, no pun intended, but I grew into my own <laughs> and, and got really comfortable and, and like learned to accept my body and be really happy with who I was right. and what I looked like. And it took some time. And then And also I remember hearing from my mom, you know, one day when you get pregnant, your boobs are going to grow. But like, that was kind of like the the teaser, (laughs) like, yay, my boobs are going to get bigger. They're not going to stay. No one ever said finish that part, but, (laughs) but so like I was, it was kind of exciting as my, as my boobs grew through pregnancy. It's like, Ooh, this is kind of cool. I've never seen what they look like at this size. That's kind of fun. And then, you know, and then they obviously got they changed and it was, I went from, you know, I got a lot of stretch marks on my breast, which is, which was very different for me. And honestly, not something I thought was going to happen. I put all of the creams on. And I think at one point I was rubbing like vitamin E, like I was popping the little vitamin E pills and rubbing them on my stretch marks to keep them from stretching and, and doing all the things. And then, and, and I experienced like you know, I started getting milk really early in my pregnancy and the colostrum. So I, I experienced some of the leaking and then once I had, but, but I was kind of excited about it. But then once I, once I got into like after giving birth then you know, they, they went from like this fun thing to like this u- utility tool in my, <laughs> in my body because they, they were no longer like, you, yeah. you can't touch them. They're constantly sore because I'm breastfeeding and that brings out a lot of new changes along with it. I don't know about you, but I leaked all the time. 
like, which is great. I feel really blessed. I had a good milk supply, but I was also leaking all the time. So I never felt very feminine with my new, <laughs> with my new boobs. There was, it was yeah. just very utility. And then after they went, they kind of like the, the enlarged areolas went back to normal, which was nice. <laughs> my, you know, your nipples don't, <laughs> but that's okay. But I went from like being really uh, not getting over being self-conscious about my breasts to like all of those changes that you kind of, you kind of disconnect from them a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know I did and and like disconnect from the feminine part of that. Like, obviously I wasn't really amazed by all the incredible things they were doing that I just couldn't get over. But then as like part of my femininity was not something I felt connected yeah. to as much. And then, and then they kind of deflated and that was, that was really hard for me. And I say was like, I don't still experience this, but I know that for me, that was kind of, it was, it was, it was hard to wrap my brain around this crazy wave of change. This like, I, I, I had to go through and have to go through this new way of accepting my body in this new form. And I'm so grateful for the incredible things that my body can do. And they are like a badge of my, my breasts are a badge of honor of the amazing ability to like feed my daughter for 12 and a half months. But also I had this new, it's almost like I got a new set of boobs (laughs) that like my old bras don't work with. They don't, I get, they don't really fit in my old bras. They don't sit the same way. They're definitely not as perky as they used to be. (laughs) They lost some of their bounce or gained some of their bounce. I don't really know how to explain it. Not in the same way. <laughs> but I really did have to. It, it was a little bit of a confidence deflator for me. Like I, I hate to admit that because I feel like, you know, you don't want your confidence to be based off of this physical aspect of yourself. But it, but I'm. I can guarantee you, I'm not the only woman who's experienced this. It's like. Well, this is, this is different. (laughs) And so it was really interesting to kind of, to go through this process of, of, you know, you learn to love yourself and accept your body for all that it is. And then it goes through this radical change and then you have to relearn to love your body for all that it is. And in its new form, it was, it was, it it totally affected my Mm self-esteem And it's hard. That's one. That's a hard one to admit because, like I said, you, I don't want to take for granted all the amazing things my body can do. But that was really that was really a threw me for a curveball. Yeah, <laughs> I I can relate to that. I mean, I feel like it. There were so many changes, and so I was, and I noticed each change was different, and I noticed them like they were very obvious to me. So. Mm-hmm. Like what I mostly experienced was um, the the size and the cracking of the nipples, and those are the main ones that I experienced. But the size, especially, like I feel like they just fluctuated all over the place because I didn't have a great milk supply. So that's really where my or I guess where I got very emotional in the process because I wanted to provide for Sienna in the way that I was meant to, 
but I couldn't do it for as long as I wanted. And that was, that was really, Mm -hmm. that really hurt me. And I felt like I was hurting her by not being able to provide in that way for her. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, not too long after that, I just noticed like the size of my boobs greatly reduced. And I was just like, what is happening? I feel like I'm 12 years old again. Like, why is this happening? (laughs) And so watching it just completely deflate, I was like, what? Why do they, why, why do my nipples look like raisins and my boobs? Like they are, they are my twelve-year-old body. I don't get it, and so it was just so. It was very. It was it was change. It was a change that I I experienced and went through. That um, it was just kind of an up and down battle. Like it was a constant. The whole breastfeeding experience was like great, and then not great, and then really great, and not great. If I were to do it again, I would love to breastfeed for as long as I can. Um, and hopefully that goes like longer than when I was able to with Sienna. But it's just, I think that my, my self-esteem or insecurities came in, which is the fact that I wasn't able to breastfeed her for as long. And then seeing the changes that my boobs went through, it was just like, Wow, like these are a lot of changes. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. a little overwhelming. Um, but it's what you experience, you know, it's just part of it all. So I know that, you know, going into it the second time round, I'm not gonna feel I'm not gonna not expect that, you know. I have already expectations of how my body is gonna change and I feel secure in that. And, you know, taking the steps to sign up for a lactation consultant from the get-go and just being prepared a little bit more for breastfeeding for a very long time or, or not breastfeeding for a long time. So I think it's a mental yeah. thing as well. Like you have to mentally prepare yourself as much as you can. And, and being a first-time mom is hard because you have no idea what your experience is going to be like. But after you've had mm-hmm. a child, it, it gets a lot easier in my, in, in terms of mentally preparing myself, it gets a lot easier because you're, you know what it's like, you know, what your body looks like during these processes and you, yeah. you understand and expect that it's going to be either the same or very similar. And if it's different, you can cope with that because you know, those changes yeah. are forever and that your body's kind of molding to to fit a need totally exactly where whereas if you're you're doing it for the first time you don't know what's gonna happen (laughs) you're like scared you know your but your body's changing and your boobs are changing you're like what is happening scary thing (laughs) so it, it I definitely feel like having a second kid would give you know give me just a little bit more ease into it and peace of mind and not you know yeah I'd be interested to hear, like I said, I only have one, and to hear from uh, a mom who's experienced multiple pregnancies, how how that change differed each time. And I mean, obviously, with a, as you get older, your body adapts in different ways. And so, you know, and then the way you recover is so different. I know, I mean, even after one, I remember that experience. I mean, like I said, I had 
as well as like just the idea of like being comfortable in this new body with your with your new boobs <laughs> but like but that but having to dress this new your your new chest and your your new your yeah. new body you know the clothes that i had before don't they just don't fit in the mm-hmm. same way mm-hmm. anymore you know or i know i'm so, i know that for some women that is even down to like while you're breastfeeding one breast is producing much more than the other so what the like the size and balance of like one breast over the other is like so there's so many things that and every woman i said it's hard to kind of touch on all of these changes and i'm sure someone listening is thinking oh you forgot to say all this 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 and this because i there's so many that between you and i maybe we didn't even experience half mm-hmm. of them you know but all these shifts that we have to learn to adjust and and move through i think we are as women i i can't say it enough i feel like we're superhumans <laughs> that the the fact that we are physically dealing with all these changes supporting another person's ability to grow mm. and survive while we're still trying to support our own bodies and like the the physical side and the emotional side and how they play into each other i just we we as women need to learn how to give ourselves more credit for the amazingness that we're doing and i realize it's hard to do sometimes because you're still having you you live in this body and you're adapting to yeah. changes it, and, exactly and i i completely agree and and not only that i mean being able to accept our, our journey and our, whatever we're going through, right. Or the process that we're and the changes that we're, we're experiencing and not comparing ourselves to others because it's also something mm-hmm. that happens too. It's like, Oh, she's not experiencing that. Then like, well, shoot, I have saggier boobs and she does like, obviously her boobs look super perky. You're not seeing her when she's, you know, in, in the comfort of her home, you know, like you're not seeing, you're not seeing everything. So it's easy Mm -hmm. to look at someone else with clothes on and clothes can really deceive the eye. And I'm into that. (laughs) Be like, well, shoot, I don't have that. You know, well, shoot, she's, she's obviously she has a lot, a lot better situation than I have am experiencing and it's just not right. And it's not true, you know, because you really just mm-hmm. don't know what everyone's going through. Like I'm sure that people that I know that are listening to this podcast episode might be surprised by the things that I've said. I don't know. Um, the people that you know mm-hmm. that are listening might be surprised as well because <laughs> you don't really talk about it all the time either, but you don't see when we're wearing mm. clothes, you know, when we're wearing clothes, it look, yeah. look, it's fine, you know, or you just think like, oh, you like, you don't see those detailed things that we're experiencing. And I just think it's so much more important to accept what you're going through and not compare yourself to others because it just kills your self-esteem. And also, it also doesn't really give yourself enough grace and credit for what you've gone through, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I will say this on a little side note, you talked about like looking at it, look at like the, we kind of just touched on the clothes aspect of, but it doesn't help. I think that a lot of times, especially 
I mean, talking about breasts specifically, the support that the clothes give is really lacking. And since I like your boobs go through these crazy changes and trying to find good support for the, for the ladies yeah. is hard. That is attractive. A lot of the stuff is, mm. is not. And so as if you don't feel sexy already in this, like now you wear an ugly bra. Uh, I will take a moment to give our ladies at Avon a shout out. We've had them on a podcast. Uh, they are making giant waves in this space. So if you don't own one, you should go own one because they're incredible. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> but but they're like the only ones doing it right, honestly. They, they're, their sports bras mm-hmm. are incredible. They're like butter and they totally support you. And they're like, they're the only ones doing it right. Because I had a really hard time finding something that I felt that I like felt like I looked sexy in. Yeah. And you don't want something that's so elaborate or crazy or like, you know, you just want something simple and something that's supportive and also that's versatile. And that's exactly what Avon is. They're not sponsoring this episode, by the way, but we we just love the bras that we have from them. And we recommend you, you're looking for any bra and you're listening to this and you're pregnant or you're even in the postpartum stage, go check them out. I, I would think that you would not be disappointed, but it's just, no. just goes without saying that. Yeah, you're right. There's not enough um, clothing options to support our boobs during these changes. It's just, I remember going through several bras before finding one, that I actually thought was decent. Um, and, (laughs) and then two years later, that's when I actually found the sports bra that I, and the nursing bra that I would love to wear throughout every pregnancy that I have. And that's Avon. But even like the, the shirts and stuff like that, and those, those things that are so trivial and so small, but they totally play into your self-esteem and your, they do. And, yeah, you have to get up and get dressed and and dress these ladies every day. And as much as you were pulling them out during breastfeeding, <laughs> you still have to function. Yeah. And like, I just, I didn't say I, it's, it's that these changes are beautiful and hard. And, and he said, we, we, we need to remember. And hopefully this made anyone listening realize that like, you are not alone mm-hmm. in these changes. And and they are crazy, but beautiful. And and you, you just have to take a moment to acknowledge those feelings, know that it's okay to feel this way, but also in that, like in that same thought process, give yourself a pat on the back because, because you're, you're, you're handling all these changes and dealing with all these, all these things with like, yeah. you're amazing. Like women, we're just incredible. (laughs) I mean, it's just incredible and something to be very grateful for, but it's, it's also nice to be able to talk about it and hopefully help someone else that is going through this um, or going through some of these changes that we discussed and can relate and feel supported in their experience. So (laughs) I meant the support. (laughs) Just love those ladies. They're work. They're working they are, hard for you. They are, and the changes that you'll go through, uh, they are completely normal. I mean, both, most of the time, and <laughs> uh, it'll get better. 
It'll get better. It will. And they'll go back to what is whatever is their new normal. It will. Exactly. <laughs> is there anything else that we wanted to share in this um in this podcast series? Well, at least this episode. Anything else? No, I think I think that covers all all there is to know and love. Well, no, not all there is to know, but all there is to to love about you. <laughs> Well, guys, here's to here's the girls. To the girl. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you can gain a little bit from it and also um, share this episode. And laugh a little bit. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> share this episode with anyone that is either pregnant or a new mom that you think uh, could benefit from this as well. And yeah. All right. Have, Have a, a good, good evening and a good day. I guess a good day since. Tatas. <laughs> Tatas. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this week. We are absolutely grateful and humbled that you would take the time to tune in today. Please join us each week as we change the stigma around postpartum and help build a community where women can feel supported, loved, and empowered. If you'd like to connect with us, follow us on Instagram at So You Had a Baby Podcast, or you can check out our website at So You Had a Baby And if you want to hear more and be part of this community, please subscribe to our podcast. We'd love for you to join us each week.